This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new report says efforts to clean up the Chesapeake Bay need a little more help from one state. The Chesapeake Bay Foundation says Pennsylvania is far off track in meeting targets for practices like rotational grazing and implementing soil and water conservation and nutrient management plans. The foundation says Maryland and Virginia are mostly on track with pollution reduction goals, but also called for a major acceleration of efforts to address agricultural pollution and a rise in pollution from urban and suburban development. The foundation says those three states account for about 90% of the Bay's pollution. A recent plan filed with the EPA by Pennsylvania officials argued more funding is needed to help meet pollution reduction goals. AgriPulse's Steve Davies has a deeper look at the report in his story on AgriPulse.com. A Biden administration official says an effort to address ag shipping concerns at a California port should be measured along a variety of timelines. John Picari is the port envoy for the administration's supply chain task force. He says a recent agreement with the Port of Oakland is not just looking to address immediate concerns. In December, the Biden administration and the port announced an agreement to improve the flow of ag goods, including increased yard space, restored export ship calls, and help for ag exporters. Bakari says there will be several things to watch. In the short term, making sure that agricultural exports that go out in containers are not disadvantaged by the global dislocations in supply chains, uh, and in the long term, making sure that everything from the ocean carrier service that brings those American exports around the world uh, to the physical facilities at the Port of Oakland and other ports uh, are in place. Ag exporters have complained in recent months that China has paid to have containers returned empty to speed up the process of exporting more goods to the United States. A bill to address that practice has passed the House and awaits a companion measure in the Senate. The Department of Agriculture has released new details on a crop insurance program for farmers who split apply nitrogen. The post-application coverage endorsement will be offered by USDA's Risk Management Agency for non-irrigated corn in certain counties throughout 11 Midwestern states. The program is designed to provide payments for the projected yield lost when producers are unable to apply the post-nitrogen application during certain corn growth stages. RMA says the sales closing date for the program is March 15th. Soybean oil's support of domestic prices appears to have some staying power. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Domestic soybean oil has helped driven up soybean prices of late, and the demand for oil looks to play an important role in the coming years. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer says it's important to pay close attention to domestic soybean oil production. Domestic crush has been pretty profitable. Crush margins look pretty good. Soy oil demand has been pretty strong, and soybean oil prices up until very recently have been driving bean prices. So I think that we, to the extent we want to see continued strength in demand for soybean oil to help support domestic crush and domestic bean use, I think that that'll be important for the soybean market. In the latest Soybeans and Oil Crops Outlook report released by USDA's Economic Research Service in December, Soybean oil supply for the 2021-2022 marketing year is expected to be nearly 155 million pounds higher than what it was projected in November at 28.32 billion pounds. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. 
Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says Tuesday's ruling in favor of the United States in a Canadian dairy dispute should allow for greater market penetration for American producers. It was expected and anticipated at the time USMCA was negotiated that this could result in somewhere between two and three hundred million dollars of additional sales in Canada of dairy products. And so uh, hopefully with this ruling, we'll see that. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. Now here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Whether it's food for your family, cotton for your shirts, or biofuel for your car, America's farmers and ranchers provide it all and more. Support them by joining your local Farm Bureau. Learn more at fb.org join. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.